friend. Welcome to the Chasing Curiosity with Chelsea podcast. I am your host, Chelsea Holden, and I currently live in Spring, Texas. I am so freaking thankful that you are here and listening in on this week's episode. Please be sure to subscribe so that you can always be on top of what's happening in and around everything that we are curious about. Things like entrepreneurship, self-development, relationships, adventure. I mean, chime in to the interviews with some badass people that I know and you definitely need to know here on the Chasing Curiosity with Chelsea podcast. Thanks so much. Let's get into the show. Hey, 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 welcome to episode number 17. I am super stoked you're here, and I truly can't wait to introduce you to literally one of the coolest chicks I know, Miss Caitlin Lockridge. Caitlin is the awesome owner of To The Moon, which is a mobile boutique that features local makers from Austin, Dallas, and the Fort Worth area. She also operates this out of her converted school bus, lovingly named Luna. And Mini Moon, which is her smaller school bus, acts as a mobile rental space. I mean, she has held all kinds of events in Mini Moon, from yoga sessions to sound baths, art galleries, photo booths, and so much more. In fact, I first met Caitlin two years ago at Old Settlers Music Festival, where, of course, I was naturally drawn to her sweet bus. And it's no wonder her friends describe her as human sunshine, because she truly radiates so much positivity and goodness. Caitlin, welcome to the show, sis. I am so glad you are here. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to be here. So why don't you just tell the listeners a little bit about why you started To The Moon and just kind of give us an overall idea of the feeling and just anything else you want to share. Yeah, for sure. So I started To The Moon about two and a half years ago. I kind of have been thinking about doing something on my own for a while. I just didn't know in what capacity. And it's interesting because because for me, in dealing with a lot of people who have buses or schoolies or conversions or whatever, they're always like, oh, I've always dreamt of like converting this bus and like these are my bus dreams and whatever. But like, for me, it never was that I dreamt of having a business on a bus or converting a bus. The bus just kind of came to me and then, oh, what can I do with this bus? So my friends actually bought the bus about a year before I bought it from them. And we're just going to grab the engine out of it and scrap it. And I was like, no, 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 like, let's do something. So I had a year to think about, oh, what can I do with a school bus? Like, what can I turn this into? And when I got the opportunity to buy the bus, I jumped on it, obviously. (laughs) I slowly started doing conversion, still not honestly knowing where it would take me or what it would become. But I was just thinking of like, what can I do now with the knowledge that I have now? What can I turn this into? So all my background has been in retail for the most part. And I worked a lot of corporate retail. And then I moved to Austin in 16. And I worked for a small boutique on South Congress. So I ran that for the owners that were out of Dallas. So it really gave me a lot of insight into running your own business. 
which was super great and super helpful for me and the fact that I wanted to do my own thing. So I kind of took my knowledge of what I already knew. And that's how when I first started to the moon and had Luna, the bigger bus, it became a mobile boutique. So as I was converting it, I tried to keep it as far as like the build out pretty simple and clean because I knew my end goal, what I ultimately wanted to do was to turn it into a mobile rental space where other makers and creatives could create within the space too. Yeah, that's kind of how I got my start. And then, well, a year and a half ago, I bought Mini Moon and we did that conversion. So now we have the two buses and we are really trying to transition the buses into being more of mobile rental spaces because I now am a co-owner of a co-op out of the Hill Country Galleria. So I keep my product there all the time. So you can always shop all the local artists I work with, all the local makers I work with there. And then the buses become more of experiential spaces. And like you said before, we've hosted yoga events and sound baths and people rent them for weddings and events with the photo booth. And I I actually had someone a couple of days ago ask about using it for a graduation and a slumber party. And I was like, okay, I guess for me, what I really wanted to do with them is to just make it this space that anyone can use and turn it into their own space. You know, not everyone has the means to have a brick and mortar or to, you know, have a permanent space, but this allows them the opportunity to create what they want within a certain time frame and we can come to you. We're mobile. So that is so awesome. Yeah. So when we met at Old Sets, you had a lot of the boutique feel in it, like vintage flair. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love like all the very geared towards like women empowerment and things like that as well. And then of course I follow you on Instagram. So I saw, is it the caravan co-op? Is that right? Yeah. Uh-huh. The caravan co-op. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Well, and I love that. And I love that you have just have this whole idea and concept of creating such a truly unique experience for people and cultivating a space for other people to kind of get their foot in the door essentially. Yeah. That is so awesome. And I mean, it just, I'm so motivated by the fact that you like took this initial risk, you know, and I think that as dreamers, we can tend to dream and it's so, it can be so scary and daunting of the unknown, you know, but sometimes it just takes that leap of faith and taking a little risk and investing in yourself to, Mm -hmm. to really kind of see where it flourishes. Definitely. And it's crazy to see how, when you really start to, you know, follow your dreams and do the things that make you happy and these things that you want to do, the outpouring of support you receive. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a bind and a complete stream has helped me, whether it be with like fixing the bus or like getting to an event or helping me at an event when I've double booked myself, you know, it's insane to me once I got into it how many people were actually rooting for me and want to see me succeed. And I think that's true with anyone who, you know, is following their dream and doing what they want to do because people can see that in you. So it's been a really cool experience, just the people that I've gotten to interact with that I never, you know, honestly never would have had I not gotten into this or started my own business. Yeah, totally, totally. And I don't know about you, but I know for me, it's like these relationships that you build with people over time and from the support that they give you, you know, it's like they're they're your cheerleaders and it's not anything that you ask for, but it is like people love to see 
people going after their dreams, like you said. So just really creating these relationships and serving in a way that's maybe outside of the norm is so fulfilling. Would you agree? Yes, absolutely. So cool. So I want to ask, do you have any advice for listeners that may be looking to open up their own business or kind of start out? Is there any kind of advice that you would offer them? I think my biggest thing is just making that final like step of doing it. And whether it's, for me, I'm one of those people that just kind of jump into things and don't fully analyze the pros and cons. So (laughs) for me personally, I was just like, you know what, I'm going to quit my job. I'm going to go full force into this and I am going to do what it takes to make sure I can pay my bills and make sure I can support myself. But like, I'm going to do it. Meanwhile, my parents are like, please don't do this. (laughs) Not that they're not supportive, but the fact that they're like, what? You just, you have this, like, what are you doing? It is scary, but I think they've gotten used to it now because I kind of been doing this my whole life. If you don't want to take the leap and, you know, something that I really appreciate about doing things like this is you ask me all these questions and it really makes me think about this whole process and like what I've done and experienced over the past two and a half years and, like I mentioned before, I knew ultimately my end goal for the bus was to make it a mobile rental space, but I didn't really know, like, I've never run an event space. I've never worked for an events company. Like I wasn't really sure like how to even get to that point, but I knew what I knew and that was retail. And I knew all these amazing makers that I'd met along the road since I'd been in Austin. I was like, okay, well, I'm going to take what I know now and implement that and make it make my business that until I can transition into what I want it to really be, you know? So I think, you know, just taking what you know now, and if you don't know a lot in the area that you're looking to get into, just talking to people, that is amazing how many people are willing to share their knowledge and help you get your foot in the door. I think it's just, yeah, people like to share their knowledge. So just reach out to people in the industry you're looking to get into, start with what you know, and go from there or just take a giant leap like I did and just say oh, with all the the science and knowledge behind it and just do it. <laughs> right, right. They like there's that saying like, you know, it's it's good if you really believe in something and you want to go for your dreams, it's kind of like burning the boats, you know? Like you get on an island and you burn the boats. Like you have to figure it out. Don't make a backup plan. Just go full force and go into it with all your heart and you kind of have no other choice at that point. But I love what you said about talking to people too. And I think that that's so important to surround yourself with maybe people that have gone there before you or that are willing to share their stories and their expertise. And we all have our own stories and there's so much that we have learned personally that someone else may be going through and maybe just a little bit behind you. So being that for other people, which I'm sure you have been, you know, been that light for others as well. Like it's such a good piece of advice there. So is there anything that maybe you would do differently if you had to start all over? Oh, (laughs) I'm also one of those people that's like no regrets. Like everything that's happened to me, I've learned a lesson. Maybe. I should have had a mechanic look at the bus before I bought it. I don't know. But then I wouldn't have bought it. You know what I mean? Like I would have known the head gasket was bad and like it'd be thousands of dollars of repair. And we're like, okay, well then I'm just not going to buy it. And then I never probably would have started to the moon. I don't, I don't know that I would do anything differently. I think I really learned so much from, you know, all the ups and the downs. I think at my lowest moments is when I had the, my highest moments of, interactions with strangers or people I didn't know. For example, 
I can't remember if I mentioned this to you, but I was only a couple months into doing the bus and I had parked at the domain, the shopping center in Austin for a month during the holidays. And so this couple comes on the bus and the husband and wife, the husband was just asking me lots of questions, like mechanical questions about the bus. And I, when I started, you know, this is only two months in and like, I've already <laughs> experienced this from guys a lot, just like being like questioning me a lot about the actual mechanics of the bus. And I'm like, listen, I'm not a mechanic, but like, I know how to check my fluids. Like I know what needs to be fixed right now, whatever. And he's like, okay, well, what's one of the things that needs to be fixed? I was like, well, my radiator's leaking. He's like, well, you need to make sure like X, Y, and Z because if the engine gets too hot, I'm like, I know, I know how to check all this. Like, trust me. (laughs) So, and I just was kind of getting, you know, you get kind of a defensive because you're like, I know enough. I'm being safe. Anyway, long story short, then he comes back. He's like, here's my card. When you're ready to get that radiator fixed, give me a call. I'll do it for free. Just get the parts that you need. And I was just like, very taken aback. And I was like, this is so nice. He's like, I'm a mechanic on airplanes. I've worked for American Airlines. I've worked here and there. Like I know diesel engines. I'm like, wow. And even his wife followed up with me a couple of days later. She's like, he's serious. Like really do call him. So, you know, I kept them their card and I was like that just a gesture itself was enough for me. I was like, that's so sweet. Like I probably will never call them, but it's very nice. Okay. Well, fast forward to like, now it's literally New Year's Eve. I was trying to move the bus, but it, it was a super, super cold day and the bus wouldn't start. So I keep trying to crank it and I noticed some smoke coming up. I'm like, oh, maybe it's just because it's so cold. I caught the bus on fire. Oh, no. <laughs> so and I say I caught the bus on fire. It was like a small flame, but luckily I have a fire extinguisher. I had a friend with me. I was like, the bus is on fire. And I threw the fire extinguisher at him because I'm like, I've never used one of these before. (laughs) So he like sprays it all over the place, whatever. So now I'm in a bind because the bus is parked this, I don't know, like in a weird spot, like hard to get out. So like, I'm like, I'm looking at having to get it towed and get it repaired. And I'm calling shops and they're on a wait list. And then I have an event in a few weeks. I'm like, what am I going to do? So I call him. Literally days later, it was the weekend, he drives from Dallas with his whole family. They come and spend the entire day fixing the bus, like got it up and running, would not let me pay him anything, like barely let me buy him dinner. And like, I just paid for the parts and he did all the labor. And and so a couple weeks in, I thought I ruined my business. I ruined my bus. Like I'm going to have to pay thousands of dollars to get it fixed and moved and whatever. And then I ended up only spending like a few hundred dollars. He fixed of other things that I hadn't even asked, but he was there and he fixed stuff. And <laughs> it's, just, you know, so like, here's a super low, low. I shouldn't have kept cranking the bus on a cold day. Duh. But then <laughs> because of it, like I, you know, met this couple, they were so sweet. And when I'm in Dallas, I visit them, you know, it's just like a very cool story. And like the kindest thing a stranger has ever done for me. Like they're the most selfless kind people I've ever met. That's amazing. I mean, just, to me, that is a testament of just you and your personality and the kind of people and goodness that you attract just because I truly, and I felt that with you when I first met you, you know, I just remember walking on instantly drawn to the bus, like saw those amazing heart glasses and <laughs> cool vest. I think I had this like cool vest that looks yes, like, I remember. Uh-huh. and I'm just like, you, you know, you're just so positive and just happy and just living your dreams. And I think that other people recognize that and see that too. And it's just, you know, I would say it's a reflection of you and that's just amazing. And, and I love that you're able to 
put such a positive spin on the low low because of this time that we're in, like, how, how is everything going for you, you know, during this time? I mean, how are you pivoting with social distancing and, and everything like that? And I'm sure some events have been canceled. I know, um, I don't know if you were going to old sets this year or not, but, you know, of course that has been canceled and other music festivals as well. So it's been interesting. <laughs> it's funny, as it, as far as my business goes, yes, it's been devastating because April is like my Christmas. April is when I take Luna out to all the music festival. I don't say all the music festivals, but like, you know, I do old settlers. I do a huge festival in Fort Worth. I do round top. My April is completely booked and it's my biggest month of the year. Um, and aside from that, now that I have the little bus too. So this is her first time for South by and stuff. I had several rentals for South by, you know, so it's just like, mm-hmm. I really had high hopes for 2020. I started out the year and my rental side of the business was really kicking off and it was so exciting. And then I call it a break, but also my busiest time at the same time, because getting to go out, take the big bus out and do the music festivals and do round top. It's what I love so much because I get to meet so many people and there are events that I've done multiple times. So I have regulars, you know, these people that I see once a year that it's good to catch up with. And so I was getting, I was super pumped and I joke that I'd been quarantining myself basically January and February prepping (laughs) myself for these months, you know, because like I knew I'd be so busy and just exhausted. I'm like, I'm going to take it easy in January and February and like, you know, lay low a little bit, rest. I'm like, I already had deep clean my room and my apartment. I'm like, what am I going to do during this quarantine? So it's been a little, it's been hard. I've been trying to transition to do more stuff online, getting my product online, things like that. Funny story, my friend um, actually had sent me a link that they were hiring for city bus drivers. And she's like, you drive a bus? Like, here you go. I was like, I'm not driving a city bus. Like, this is very nice of you to think of me. But I can barely drive. Like, I get so nervous driving the big bus that like, I'm like, I'm not driving a big bus with all kinds of people on it. Like, no, thank you. But (laughs) they were also hiring for city bus cleaners where you just like wipe down the buses at the bus stops or whatever. I was like, I could do that. That gives me something to do. It's like 20 hours a week. So I actually do that four days a week, you know, and it like something to break up my day. Yeah, totally. on a personal level, being honest, it's really been kind of nice and refreshing. I've been, you know, every day I take Scout on a walk, who's my puppy who I'm obsessed with. And every day I do like, you know, certain things and I have my planner is always completely full. But since we've been quarantined and having to be home, I take Scout on walks and I don't feel as rushed. And like, I notice things on our walks. Like I notice the cool trees and the cool, you know, like all the wildflowers. And I don't feel as rushed through my day. I started taking some different online classes. Like I'm doing a really cool one. It's called The Science of Well-Being. So it's been a really interesting class. And it's been a really cool class to take during this time because it kind of helps you talking about happiness and like ways to make yourself happy. And so it's like, okay, well, this is, you know, things I can do when I do have my low moments, when I'm realizing things aren't going how I expected them to go this month. So it definitely has been interesting for business. But like I said, someone the other day reached out about a rental for in a couple of months. And so I'm like, okay, well, people are still, you know, 
looking ahead and like this stuff is still happening. I've been always wanting to get stuff on my website, but it's just because I travel so much. It was hard to like sit down and like set aside time to get photos and stuff up. And so I've been able to do that. And, you know, other little bookkeeping stuff that always gets, you know, thrown to the side. So I've been catching up on things like that. I don't know how much longer these projects will last, but I'll keep trying to preoccupy myself. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, and I I think that that's so great. I think that there is so much beauty in this time. Like, yes, I I understand that there's devastation, of course, and there's a lot of people having a hard time with it, but from my perspective too is like if you truly just learn to look at this time and pour into yourselves and and truly slow down and appreciate the moments and appreciate the walks with Scout. You know, like for me, it's our pups too. Like we have been walking them as much as possible. Before the state parks got closed down, we went camping and it was nice to be out there when there was only a handful of people, you know, and it's, so it's these little moments and projects that we're doing around the house and everything like that. So it's beautiful that you have given yourself some space to get your website up and where you want it to be, or at least closer to where you want it to be. And then also pouring into yourself too, with the classes that you're taking. I think that's so awesome. I love that. I guess my last question for you is what is something that you're curious about? Oh, good question. I feel like I'm always curious about everything. (laughs) (laughs) What am I currently curious about? I think, I don't know. I feel like kind of navigating my next steps. Like I mentioned before, we're really trying to, or I'm really trying to create to the moon to be an experience. So I think Mm -hmm. I'm just, trying to figure out where I can take it from here. We started out by doing like some sound baths and I really loved that. And like the whole concept, I don't know. I actually had done some yoga with Cynthia who does our sound baths before, or sorry. Yeah. I didn't yoga with Cynthia who is doing our sound baths and just getting into that whole world of the sound baths and the sounds, how they affect you and the crystals. And it's just a whole different world. And like, I just want to implement some more events like that onto the bus and people really enjoy them. Have you considered any like Reiki circles or energy healing or like chakra tunings or anything like that? I am definitely into it. I'm like, that's the And like, I just need to like do more research about that kind of stuff. And I recently had someone talk to me about like these breathing classes that she goes to. And I'm like, this sounds so cool. And so it's just like, I love that the bus opened this whole new window for me. And so I'm like, what else can I do? Yeah. Like bring, like what other experience can we have on the bus? That's going to like, you know, introduce me to a whole new world, which is what the sound baths did. And it's been such a cool experience to see people do them and their reactions when they come out, you know, and their energies when they come out. It's funny. I was setting, so we usually do two at Hotel San Jose. So in between the two classes, we're like resetting the bus and getting the the second class checked in. And there's a guy who always sits at Joe's Coffee, who was just, you know, right next to it. And he's like, I don't know what you guys are doing in there, but everyone always comes out looking happy and with a smile on their face. And it just was so heartwarming. And I was just like, well, that's amazing. I love that. All I ever want. (laughs) People leave the bus um, and leave feeling happy and 
and excited. Oh my God. I love it. That just like gave me chills. I think that that's so awesome. And you know, there's gotta be something to be said too about just the energy that the bus itself is transmitting after that, like with all of this good work that you're doing inside of it, it's got to hold some really amazing, good energy in there and then just transmute it out. So no doubt that more, many more cool doors are going to be open for you, girl. And I am just so, so thankful that you decided to do this interview with me. I love you. I love what you're doing. I am just so happy to know you and I wish you nothing but the best. Just let the listeners know if you would, where they can find you, how they can contact you and connect with you. Yeah. So I would say the easiest and best way is probably Instagram and we're at to the moon bus, but also you can contact us through our website and it can, it also gives you kind of a breakdown of the buses and it has some product on it too. And that is to the moon Awesome. Caitlin, thank you so much for being here, girl. We will talk to you later. Yes. Thank you so much. I really enjoyed this and thanks so much for having me. It's been great. Uh- 